Hello, everybody, on this Quest Wednesday recap of last night's show. How's everybody doing tonight? Let's see if I got to pick you up on Facebook like usual. Mm-hmm. And there I be. We'll wait for people to come in. With this delay, you would think with all this high technology that they would fix this by now, but obviously not. And from way up Canada way, we have the person you really want to hear tonight is Judy. Hello, Judy. Hello, John. Hi, everybody. Good to be here, as always, and I'm looking forward to tonight. Yep, you poor guys got to see me twice in a row. <laughs> and don't forget, Saturday night's our Christmas party. It's the Quest yes, Christmas Party <laughs> Trivia, Saturday night, 7.30, about there. You know, Judy, I got to look for some kind of Christmas trivia uh, questions oh that would be interesting yes if i can find them you know what i mean right that might be a little hard but hey that's santa claus that you put on uh on your other quest uh page yeah. from portugal something wasn't it yep it was fantastic wasn't it oh beautiful okay cindy can you hear judy okay Oh, good. She can hear and see us. I see you good now, John. Hello, I can hear and see you, but I want to make sure they can hear you too, Judy. Hello, Cindy. Am I coming through good and clear? Cindy's right on the ball tonight. She was the first one to text in. <laughs> Remember, members, I want you also to be on with me video-wise. Make sure your camera or your webcam's working all right. Make sure you got a microphone or talking to your laptop Saturday night. I hear Judy. Fantastic. We're ready to go, Judy. Oh, good. Good, good. Well, last night's show was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Not quite as exciting as I had thought it might be. Yep, and they got to have uh, some kind of fill-ins, you know, Judy? Like, uh, of course, they got to stretch a little bit, because I don't even know how many episodes they have this year. Yes, and it's hard to tell. Yep. And I was sort of uh, thinking, why didn't that long-arm excavator... I know they got permission to dig on the side of the road. Hello, Linda. Hello, Aaron. That they didn't go after that piece of wood at the end of the season uh, eight and just to dig up that big hunk. You know what I mean? Right, yes. I thought about that, and I, I thought, why in the world would you not go and get that? Because that? I don't know. Yeah, because that one piece was dated, what, 600 A.D., that railing they found there? Yes. Uh, Stephen put a GPS unit because it was 10 feet below that big piece of wood there. 
and here they are on the side of the road out pretty far and i thought that piece was kind of close to the road but maybe it's just in the outreach that they can't do it judy i'm not sure and that could be it could be a little closer uh, to where they found the pottery i'm not sure hello sophie on the youtube side thanks for coming in tonight on a recap of last night's show all righty let's get the spiel going judy okay all right, I want to thank all my YouTube supporters, the Knights, the Captains, the Marshals, the Sinudals. Also, we have a new Knight that joined yesterday, uh, Judy. Oh, nice. I, Dead Pirate. I want to thank you out there in YouTube world. Don't forget to go to the community tab on YouTube. That's where you see everything posted uh, from me to you guys, or if you're on my Facebook group. But on YouTube, it's on the community tab that you can see everything that goes on there. I want to thank Jeff and Curtis and Jana and Kelly and Becky and Buffy and Josh and Annette, Mark, Barbara, Michelle, Sandollar, Todd, Renee T, Roxy, Mike, Jazdia, Wayne, and Starlene for their continued support and all the nights. I also thank you also, and I thank you, Judy, because you're live. I thank you for how you support me and keep this channel going. I thank you, Judy. Oh, you're welcome, John, with all my heart. I love it. Yeah. I also got to thank the professor. He comes up with more and more research, just unbelievable for his extra support. Dan Spino, our historian professor on our group. I thank him so much. Yeah, he's great. I love reading what he puts on. And I learned, too. Yep, and we learn. Also, got to get a hold of Michelle because the points will be flying Saturday night. I sent her a PM to Michelle because she's our poster for the trivia. Who's first, who's second? The first place winner will get a brand new Quest of Oak Island member mug. In second place, I'll get my older mug because I have uh, two more left of the older ones and maybe only about 15 of the new mugs. I want to thank my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Renee, Michelle, Daniel, and Starlene, and our Quest lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. The call-in number, when you see it scrolling on the bottom, is 1323-813-4135. Let us know in chat. If you want to call in, Judy will get off. You only can take one call at a time. Welcome all of you from my Quest Facebook group. Welcome all my members from the YouTube channel. And from Anchor Host, Judy, that the podcast will be hearing from all on their treadmills, getting in shape for the new year. I thank you all around the world. Thanks, everybody. And I always try we to enjoy sharing to, with you. Yep. And I always try to remember we got to be very descriptive for those people. Okay. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Good evening. But, uh, and, and Renee T., we did get somebody to post some stuff that they did. If you see it on the Quest uh, Facebook group. So we did get something new that, something, that somebody made and is posted on the Quest of Oak Island group. At the end of the year, we'll just post the new ones. You see it, Judy? Yes, I did. It's very good. Well done. And of course, like me, 
as we do these synopsis and stuff, guys, if you follow Oak Island, you know, you know the chart. It's all five foot squares. You guys know that. And also, I always keep up, like I make a list. I got season nine dates, Judy. You know, 2021. Okay. Obviously, we go to 2022. Hello, Starlene. Thanks for coming in. Hello, Professor. Thanks for coming in. So I started with the dates. And um, after you do your synopsis, I have a question about the route found under the stone road. Okay. Okay. And Dr. Spooner also dated some wood that was under the stone road. Way in the beginning, if you remember, he took a piece of wood from the bottom of the little pathway that the stone road. I remember that clearly, yes. So, I write my, my dates down, and uh, we go from there. So, it's good to know. Sometimes when I get confused, I just go to my date sheet. Well, this don't make no sense. If one thing says 1474 and another piece of wood says something else, that don't make no sense. You know what I mean? Right, for sure. Hello, Jazz Dia. Thanks for coming in, and Barbara. And Gloria, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All righty. It's a little after 7.30. Dark and gloomy and rainy day here. We had a good day yesterday and a bad day today. Yeah, we didn't have any rain, but it sure was gloomy. Hello, Tim. Thanks for coming in. All righty, let me get Judy's picture up here. We'll start in on the synopsis and then go over what you guys want to talk about. I have about 40 screenshots to go through after Judy's synopsis. And we'll go from there. Sounds good. Linda says, hot here in Florida. Yep. After the holidays, Thanks, all, after the holidays, all my friends go down to Florida. All right, Judy, you getting ready? I'm ready. All ready. Your picture's up. When you're ready, I thank you very much. All righty. Hey, everybody. Uh, good to be here. And, of course, it's Season 9, Episode 7, and it's called It All Adds Up. A-D-Z-E. It's a new day on Oak Island, and in the war room, the team is discussing with Laird where they are allowed to dig in the swamp. Laird says they can dig anywhere on the south side of the swamp and in the paved area. Rick agrees anywhere along the swamp road. They decide Billy will bring in an excavator that reaches 80 feet so the area can be more easily reached. Tom says the answer is in the swamp, just as his dad, Fred, believed. Marty says, let's get it in motion. Later that morning, in the money pit area, the team is drilling a new six-inch hole called F2 and they will go down 120 feet. F2 is right in line with D2, 
So are they connected? And is this construction a tunnel? At 86 feet down, they bring up a heavy piece of wood. Terry believes this is part of a shaft wall. And Steve wonders if this could be the money bit. They keep drilling. On lot four, Gary and Rick are metal detecting. They are hoping to find more artifacts to date so they can get a permit to dig here. The beeper goes off and Rick digs up a heavy iron spike. Next, Rick digs up an old iron adze that would have been used to smooth and shape wood for shipbuilding and for the construction of buildings. Why is it on lot four where nothing has ever been built? Could it have been used on a construction below the ground? Will Zena's map be proven right yet? The following day on the southern edge of the swamp, Billy's 35-ton excavator arrives. Its arm goes out 80 feet. I find it fun to watch the faces of all the guys light up when they see this huge machine. As Billy digs, Marty clears water away with a small excavator. Billy digs up a huge log from four to six feet down, the color of oak. Gary finds no metal, and Rick points out that oak trees do not grow in wet areas. Was this swamp a forest area at one time, or is there some construction here made of oak? They will test the oak for age. Later that afternoon, Marty, Jack, and Alex arrive at Carmen's shop to get his opinion on the iron ads found on lot four. Carmen says it is an English-style ads that dates from 1620 to 1740 and was used to fine-tune wood for building ships and construction use. It could have been used to make cribbing for a shaft. Later in the war room, Marty, Alex, and Jack share with the team Carmen's decision on the ads. They agree to have it dated to see if it will help get a permit to dig. Rex states he believes that the plan for Oak Island was accomplished over a long period of time, so all dates are important. The following morning, at the southern edge of the swamp, the site is very wet and mucky, but Billy manages to dig up a flat piece of wood cut with an adze. Rick washes it off, and they can definitely see the cut marks. Billy digs up another piece, just like the first. Marty says, what are these doing here? And Billy answers, they could be part of a wharf. And Gary says, I love this place. Later in the war room, the team meets with Dr. Brousseau to get her finding on the button and piece of metal found last week on lot four. The button is made up of a copper alloy of copper, tin, and zinc. 
Dr. Brousseau says it is a British button from 1726 to 1776. The piece of metal is also a copper alloy with a high content of tin. The copper contains arsenic, which means it is very old. This type of metal was used by the Spanish and the Portuguese to make bells and cannons. Since the Portuguese were the first to use cannons on ships, could this mean they were on Oak Island long before the finding of the money pit? Is this metal related to the two gun stones found on Lot 4 and the money pit area? Why were these two artifacts on Lot 4? Tom says something big happened here on Oak Island. Did Portuguese Templars hide their treasure here? More questions, Acorns. Tune in next week to get some answers or more questions. In the meantime, stay safe, please. Thank you very much, Judy. Very professionally did and said. Thank Thank you. Very good. All right, guys. I got um, a date that I have. It says wood under the paved area, 1200 AD, like from Dr. Spooner. Hello, Jeff. Thanks for coming in. Jeff, I'm when Dr. Spooner was doing all his looking up and when the swamp was man-made or not, Judy, remember that? Yes, very clearly. But now Laird gets a route from under the stone pathway or road or wharf, and that dates from 1474 to 1638. So let me repeat that. Dr. Spooner dates the wood 1200 AD. The route that they just did was 1474 to 1638. That seems kind of large there. What do you think, guys? Yeah, it does, John. Now, did not he say that uh, the, the first piece he found from the 1200s was probably put there to uh, uh, hold the stones up. Like cribbing, yeah, cribbing. Right. So whereas the root is entirely different, I don't know why the difference in years. Yeah, but um, I'm not sure if it was cribbing from Dr. Spooner or it was just something like a root that broke off under the paved area. I'll have to look on specifics on that, but he came up with 1200 because that's how he came up with the swamp was made in 1220 or whatever. And there was a disturbance in 1680. You remember that? Yes. 
the up Aaron, the root grew under it, possibly instead of being there when it was built. And yeah, it could have grew underneath there as the stones were on top of it. Who knows? But that sounds a little, I don't know. I asked them kind of questions. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah. Well, it is certainly something to think about. The work is done in stages, Starlene. Yep. Hello, Elaine. The wood dating does seem confusing. It really does. And why isn't this working here? There it goes, Jeff M. Hello, John and Judy. Hello. So that's what my next uh, research thing is looking into. What Dr. Spooner said on his dates of wood, roots, or cribbing. And now this root that Laird saw under the stone paveway of 1474 to 1638. You see what I'm saying, Judy? Yes, yes. It's a big difference, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll get dates on everything. What's older? What's younger? And even what I said, I mean, do they need these roads all over the place? I don't think so. It looks like uh, California on uh, Oak Island with all these stone pathways every which way. Right. <laughs> and um, what I was thinking of, some of these stone pathways are wharfs. And on top of the stones was wood. And also, when there's no road in front of the swamp from 1200 to whenever they put the road in front of the swamp, it was just a big vacuum to collect junk. We had the Portuguese uh, cork oak stump that was in there. We have material that's in there. And if there were docks or wharfs, Judy, and they had wood on top of the stones to offload if it was a deep harbor, as such is suggested, all that wood must be either rotted away or some of it that's in the muck that doesn't get any oxygen and no bacteria is saved, you know, Judy? Right, exactly. So there's still some there to find. But I'm glad they said that big oak piece was a trunk, not like, oh, it looks like a plank from a ship or it looks like a... a, a a canoe or whatever, you know what I mean? We'd like to hear it right. the way it is. Not to push them that the angle they need is Templars and a buried ship with gold coins. I mean, that's all TV. But get it dated. But holy schmoly, lordy forty, not everything is coming from a ship, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Yup, Daniel. Can anyone see me, Daniel says. I see you in chat. It's weird, John, because I'm not picking up any chat on uh, Facebook right now. Well, I don't know what's happening. I got him. He just said, Cindy says, yes, Daniel. You always can come over to YouTube because I don't know what the heck Facebook has been up to. You know, I have no idea. But I see And you. my... Yeah, obviously my internet's acting up too today. 
then Caroline, or later people scavenge wood to use for something else. Yep, they always repurposed, Caroline. They always repurposed. But, um, yeah, and uh, Judy, if I lose you, just call back. Okay. We're good. Always glitches. All this technology is glitches, guys. I come down here, I turn the button on, and I don't touch anything from, like, last night. And all of a sudden, if I get an update on the computer, my laptop, because my other computer is waterlogged, it goes haywire, you know what I mean? Right. All right, ready? Let me get Judy off here. All right, guys, they're thinking about all the wood they found and the dates on the wood. When Greg tested the wood from uh, D2, you guys remember those dates? No, me neither. I had to write it down. I'm glad you do that. 1488 to 1650. So this is the date they have that they're looking for uh, uh, the depositor, the early, early, early. Or it could be searcher. We don't know yet. But the earlier the dates go, the better we want. Right. Then Elaine here, hope it posts out here. Thinking, reality sinking in as the science confirms or disapproves their original thoughts as to who or why. Yeah, we need the science for sure, you know, Judy? Right, we sure do. Somebody was uh, uh, complaining today there was too much science, but we need that science. Starlene, I think the road and path have been used over and over, different people, different times. Yeah, we got... the. Uh, little fire pits we got this we got that but i gotta say if i don't call them pats or roads in the swamp i call them wharfs they gotta be wharfs and they have wharfs they had to have wood on top some type of wood that's my own personal opinion hello graham from the uk thanks for coming in So we're getting these dates, Judy, like, you know, 1488, 1474, 12 AD, you know, the ship's railing that they said in the swamp, 660 AD to 770 AD, the lead, the lead cross, 1200 AD. The minute you think we're going a little bit forward, the dates get older and older. Yes, it seems that way. But, I mean, that's where you go into the Templar territory, obviously. Then the two pieces they found in the same area, with the gold on the metal and the gold flakes on the uh, other piece at the money pit. And there's lot five. You can see it in between them, too cleared rows 
And right on the next of it is Lot 4. That's where they're searching. I think they got to knock down some trees there, Judy. Yeah, I think they might have to, for sure. I think they'll get the permit okay to uh, dig there eventually. Right, as long as they show them they're finding tools. You know, they have a, they have to have a reason to get the permit. So when right. Laird gives Gary the permission to metal detect and then go back to the flags, then he can show the province, well, listen, look at all these digging tools we're finding here and there. Then they give them the permit that attaches to the things they find. You know what I mean? Right. That's how it works. The upper lane, a lot of people. What'd you find? More wood? What'd you find? More wood? Just like I was telling you and the group yesterday, shaft six is the only shaft they pulled up oak logs. And then obviously the preview for next week, guess what they're talking about? Shaft six. So hang on to your yeah. seats, guys. Hang on to your seats. When I start talking like them before the episode shows, you know I've been here too long, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> well, haven't we all, John? <laughs> but it just makes sense, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. And when I looked at the magnetic survey, guys, they had to have they had to have uh, two uh, surveys. One was magnetic, and I think one was uh, a deeper one that they had to wait for more information, Judy. Right. I don't think they've. Got that yet, have they? No. Hello, Carlene and Kathy the Hook. Thanks for coming in. So when I looked at this map for magnetic, right? Yes. You see on the top left, a little bit more to the center, it's real green. You see it? Yes. Well, they weren't allowed to do that because they don't own Lot 5. Oh, right. Now, ready? Yes. Now, look where it says, all the way to the right, above my head. You see where it says oak? Yes. It wasn't done there either. Why wouldn't Tom Nolan let them do his land? Really, yes, I wonder. So this is how Johnny's brain works. I look all over the place, and I come up with these things, guys. I don't know how I come up with them, but that dark green stuff, that's lot five that he doesn't own. I guess maybe they're trying to buy it because he has passed away. Then I said, well, why isn't uh, Tom Nolan's land done? You look all over, you know what I mean, Judy? Right. I'm wondering, he's more active this year, and they did say that uh, they uh, are making him uh, more of a uh, part of the decision-making, so maybe they'll get there. Hello, Shannon. You're never too late here. Thank you. But you know what I mean, Judy? What's the big thing? He walks around with that thing on his back, and he just surveys the property. But can you see where it says Oak? That's Tom Nolan's property, and it's just as dark as Lot 5 that they didn't do. There's no green. Right. There's no red. There's no orange. There's no blue. There's no nothing. So it wasn't done. Also, I talked to Dot to Dot. Uh, he will be coming back on. Once they get that second not magnetic, but that other survey that they're doing. And he's going to come on and 
through his overlays. I mean, I can do a lot of things, guys, but these overlays with in-scale, I don't know. I just mess them up. So he's going to come on our show and give us a real slow, detail overlay of all these items that they're finding. Overlay on his map and overlay on uh, where these situations are, uh, Judy, and I thank them so much. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Good. I always enjoy having Mike on. And maybe we'll try to get Oliver. And um, But you go to his channel, dot to dot. He does those overlays. I just love them. You know, give him some support. And then uh, we'll go from there. But once he comes on my show, we'll have him go nice and slow on these overlays. That's what I like. You know what I mean? Yes. Makes it easier for us. Uh, people to understand. Right, because my brain is burnt. <laughs> Pictures and photos with arrows and details that are shown, that's as much as my brain can take, Judy. <laughs> well, it's certainly easier for all of us, John. <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep it simple. And this is the belt they found on lot four. The playground justice. I love it that you include the whole community. Well, he's part of us. And then there's the button they found. The close-up. No, I wish I don't copy over what the heck I'm doing here. Now, this is the flat board. Yeah, Pauline, he's the best. I'm not even going to try. Like, that's why I got the technical experts here to explain the technology and all the mathematics and all that stuff. I am not a tech person. I'm just a simple fan, enjoys the show, and just goes over the little simple things that we saw last night. And that's why I leave that to the experts, Judy. Yes, and that's what they're there for. And um, most of them are pretty good at explaining it in a way we can understand. Thank yep. goodness. Yep, and they use PowerPoint and everything else, and they make pictures come in and out and fade in and out so you can see. So, and this is a piece of wood that they found when they were digging on the side of the road. And um, I don't know about this wood. I just have no idea. Like a member said, Judy, why don't they have a shipbuilder uh, in a trailer? Yes, that would certainly help, wouldn't it? Or a shipbuilder expert to look at all this wood. They're dating it, but is it a ship? I guess if they say it's a ship railing, it's no other railing, no house railing. No stairway railing. It was just on a ship. But a shipbuilder can tell you. You know, a historical shipbuilder. Right. We need somebody that knows, you know, about the old shipbuilding days, not nowadays, you know. Right. I wonder if Carmen would even be able to do that. Then there she is showing the button and a piece of metal that they found. In the war room. 
there's that piece of metal they found. I guess it belongs to part of a, a cannon or a bell. I don't even know how they figure that stuff out, Judy, just by the contents of the minerals, you know? Yeah, I guess that, that kind of metal was only used for those two things. I don't know, John. The only, Sounds like it. The only thing I uh, registered in my head was they don't use arsenic anymore because that's poison. Right. So they're not going to develop arsenic. Um, and they got that refinement down to get it out of that metal. So that's the only thing that made sense to me, you know? Yes. So that meant that the metal was older, she said, because it had the arsenic in it. Yep. Yep, Michael. I thought the ship-shape anomaly was farther away from the road. Yeah, I was talking about that big log that they found with the ship rail pretty close to the road at the end of the season before they got into Spooner Silver that we haven't heard a peep about. You know what I mean, Judy? Yes. Um, I don't... I'm confused as to where that ship is, but uh, we'll hopefully find it one of these days. I'm saying if they didn't find it with a floating drill rig floating all over the swamp doing drill holes on top of Seismic testing, there's no ship there. You know what I mean? Right. My own personal opinion. Obviously, there is something, though, but it could be wharf, right? It could be a wharf. could be just sediment, like they went to the dump site, but it was just a whole layer of sand showing a different um, option that the scanner picked up. All of a sudden, there was three feet of sand, then all of a sudden, there was clay. You showed up as an anomaly, you know what I mean? Yes, that's, that's true. Different uh, soil uh, structures, deposits. Here's the button in the metal dating back to 1726 to 1776. And then it says possibly as late as 1800. Artifact 0717. Well, at least we know that now. Hi, guys. <laughs> There's the uh, breakdown of the button. A lot of copper, a lot of tin. Arsenic. Wow. Well, Maybe that's why all those people had a life expectancy of about uh, 30 years old, you know, Judy? <laughs> that could be, could very well be. In the old days, they just let it all go. And this is just some uh, British coins and some kind of British-made uh, ox shoe that they found during their metal detecting that they put up on the screen. Now, were the British involved? There's everybody's involved, Judy, you know? Yeah, it sure seems like it. Those Portuguese keep sneaking back in there, though. I still want to know about that cork stump that was in the swamp. That's what I want to know. Me too. I wish they would come back to that. From Portugal. Or at least tell us, tell us it was nothing then. No, we got to keep on guessing, Judy. <laughs> 
And here's Artifact 0315. She keeps on coming back to the uh, war room. Well, at least Marty took a ride out to uh, Carmen's place. Maybe they just go once a month or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it was good to go out there again. Very high on tin, very high on copper. Same thing, Judy, same thing. Yeah, yeah. The professor, I have a lot of info on the Portuguese on Oak Island. I figure you would, professor. So, professor, how early do you think they arrived there? Here's an overhead drone picture. So maybe, Judy, that big piece of wood well, it was farther back, but I think it was pretty close to the road, like where they're digging there. Yes, I think it was. Daniel says early 1500s. Okay, thanks, Daniel. And Michael says, I also wonder if similar artifacts have been detected on surrounding islands. They always ask Carmen that, you know, is this typical around this area? He'll say yes, he'll say no. But this is an overhead area just to show you where they're digging. It's nowhere close to the ship anomaly, Judy. There's nowhere close. No. So if uh, if there's structure there, then it very well could be a wharf. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, when this road was not there, who the heck knows what was in there? You know, Judy? Right, right for sure. Yeah, it's hard to picture that area without the road. Well, you sort of got to because that's the whole main part of trying to figure this thing out, you know? Right. Daniel said it was primarily land held by the Portuguese from the Azores. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's, in that's interesting. But Caroline, I think they could not get the permit to put a coffer dam up, especially in the swamp. Environmental reasons, because pieces of the coffer dam are still laying in the money pit area. Yep, Mike, anything could be washed up into that swamp. Where did all the wood from the Smith's Cove go? Yes. Right. Could have had a storm. Could have went around the island. Could have went into the swamp from Smith's Cove itself. And that's why they're dating everything. I love the way Gloria put this. Yep. It's not by the ship thingy to my in my mind. <laughs> that's ship it. Thingy. That's it, Gloria. <laughs> not even close. And this is where all the overlay work. I have to practice on overlay. You can show an old picture where the Whereas last year, where they are today, I can be overlaying for days. You know what I mean, Judy? Yeah, you probably could, John. Or put the picture side to side or something. Hello, YouTuber. Thanks for coming in.
the Farquharie's explorer Gomez claimed land there, and it's remained in his family until the English took it over. Very good, Professor. Very good. Wow. They were very active. Yep. And I'm sure some of those were Templars. Yep. And hers like he found a iron spike. Was this on Lot 4 too, Judy? I can't remember already. Yes. Yes, it was. Yep. An old rusty spike. Him and Rick were metal detecting. Detecting. They didn't talk about it much. They uh, talked only about the ads. Right. Yep. And Tammy says, what lots did Captain Anderson own? What if he had British forces under his command before becoming a privateer? Very good question, Tammy. What lot did Captain Anderson own? I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know if Sam Ball sold them a lot, Judy. Don't know. We'll have to look that up for you, Tammy. Yes. I think Samuel Ball did buy Anderson's lot, but I could be wrong. Right. And there's the equipment they were using way back when. The Edsies. Imagine doing... We, uh, we had a long home built quite a few years ago now, and I watched the guys that, that worked on the logs use an ad, and it was it was quite interesting to watch. Gloria says, Lot 26. Thank you so much, Gloria. Well, thank you. Was Anderson's Lot. But I can see them using this stuff on log cabins, but you can imagine, because I did some carpentry, I mean, how fine of a or smooth thing can you get if you're doing a house, you know what I mean? Oh, my lordy forty. Right. Yep, I was right. Thank you, Daniel. There you did go. buy in. <laughs> Very good, Judy. Thank you. Your mind is working better than mine. <laughs> Doesn't always work like that. Yep, Michael, seem to recall Ball and Anderson lots were side to side. Yeah, because remember they were showing us when Tony Sampson went out in the bay that they had extended docks going from each lot way out. And they were talking about maybe Anderson had a bigger ship and with the water being down six foot, he was going underwater to see if there was stone pavers for a dock all the way out. You know, Judy? Yes, I remember that clearly. And it's likely he did have. Uh, yep, Ron. The problem with the show now is everything they find is said to somehow be used to hide a treasure instead of saying they found trash. Well, if they keep on saying they sound, found trash, that's not TV worthy. Us people as researchers and following the show to the end uh, understand the TV side and understand the research side. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. It could also be that they just don't show us the trash right. that they find because that's not worth putting on. Right, but sometimes they'll show us a, a tin sign or a bottle cap or a, what's some tabs that come off of beer sodas and whatever, the top uh, ring tab. They'll show us a couple yeah. of those once in a while. Paul had 25. 
and Jeremy Rogers had 27. Both Anderson and Rogers were privateers, privates. Thank you, Professor. And this is when they first found the uh, as on lot four. As is, what do you say? How do you say it, uh, Judy? Ads. Ads. Yeah. Yes. Ads. Okay. And here's the big reach excavator coming into town. And Linda knows where I like to put this thing. Right in the eye of the swamp. Yes. And then the mercy point. There you go. You're reading my mind. <laughs> I do get a kick out of the guys, though. When new equipment comes, you guys just get so excited about big equipment. Oh, yeah. That's a guy thing. <laughs> you know? If it was a trailer full it of... It is. If it was a trailer full of women's shoes, well, then all the women would be excited. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some women, John. I hear you. I wouldn't mind riding in that thing, no. There's Marty helping out on the small digger there, just uh, trying to get the water away from the digging area and trying to flush it out the other way. Plus, they have a pump running, obviously, as as a as they're doing this, a pump on top of this. So maybe just you know filtering it down to the pump that they pump it out. It sure was mucky, though, wasn't it? Whoa. And Billy, he was all excited with this new machinery. Yeah. There's an overhead shot how close they're working together. Judy, did I lose you? No, I'm here, John. My phone just did something. Okay, I got you. You're still you're still with me. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, the phone is going crazy today. The internet's a little bit whacked out. But uh I, I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know. I don't know. But I say where they're reaching that far out. I'm pretty sure that log wasn't that far out last year. There's no way. You see where they got? I the, don't. You see where they got the plywood lined up so they can walk around? Yes. That's pretty far out. You know what I mean? It is. All the swamp areas. Yet when Peter Armiston was there a million years ago and told him maybe the Mercy Point may be a vault underneath there or a tunnel, they haven't gone. I just don't understand it just to find out. I don't either, John. And then here's like Jake Roberts and Jason figuring out all these ciphers. But bottom line, where's the X? Did Bacon yes. give? Did Bacon say okay? In his cipher text, but Peter Armiston already did all this in two thousand three. No, wait a minute, two thousand three. What am I talking about? Years and years ago, gave him this information. Peter did. And he just, was on the first show, was he not? 
Yeah. So I'm just saying they had this information, yet they didn't find it uh, uh, acceptable to reach, I guess, Judy. Yes, I wish that uh, Pat could have stayed there and worked with them. I really think there's something there. Well, he almost bought a lot. And uh, it's a lot that Tom Nolan's father sold to the relative, and Peter was going to buy a lot from the relative. And then Marty and uh, Rick got into it, and they had to pay a lot more for the lot. So Peter almost had a lot on the side of the swamp, and maybe that's why they just don't. They talk and get along, but that was not too good of a deal, you know what I mean? Right, for sure. But uh, Daniel says, I suspect Bacon is buried on Oak Island, and um, they seem to be heading that way uh, on Jake's show, so we'll see. Yep. And there's that oak root. Did they determine that was an oak trunk or not, Judy? Um, last night? Yeah. Or does it just look like yeah. oak? Uh, no, they did say it. Well, they said it was the color of oak. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah, so hopefully they'll test it and find out. Right. The color of oak and oak don't grow in the swamp. Right. But don't forget... The sea was down six feet. And then I was thinking when I was talking about, you know, the sea level at the time. Why, when they did the money pit, how would they do it by the depositors without getting flooded out? And then somebody mentioned Dunfield went down 100 feet at the money pit before he hit water. So I'm looking into that. I know the money pit, I think, is 57 feet above sea level. So maybe that's why it's the highest point almost. That's why it's towards the uplands where the money pit is. Okay. So if you're at the highest point, well, then the water level will be a lot lower until you hit the level. You know what I mean? If you're down the Smith's Cove, well, you're going to hit water quick. But if you're up on the 57-foot elevation of the money pit, well, you can go a ways before the water starts flooding in, you know, Judy? Okay, gotcha. I, Dead Pirate, thank you for supporting me and the channel. You joined yesterday. I thank you so much. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't want to investigate Peter's point. I mean, the guy decoded that spot by deciphering Masonic codes, trying to find the identity of Shakespeare. Yes, years and years ago, and he has books on it. Yes. Yet, nothing. You put things in perspective with Zena's map, okay. But yet they don't look at the Mercy Point or other objects on the Tree of Life that he was finding boulders. Remember that, Judy? Yes, clearly. Yeah, it bothers me that they've never dug at the Mercy Point or the Eye, but definitely the Mercy Point. Right. That's where Peter... Really thought something was. Yep, and I can't get him on because he's so burnt out from Oak Island that I just can't get him to come on even for 30 minutes. I asked him about 100 times, not 100 times, but, you know, maybe once or twice a year, and he just doesn't have the time, and he's done that so many years ago. If they don't listen to him now, you know, 
and they didn't listen to him many years ago, what's the sense? You know what I mean? Right. I think he does keep in touch with Corian. I have no idea. And there's Rick hitting that piece of wood to see if it's like oak looking underneath. You guys having fun yet? <laughs> yes, Daniel. Uh, Daniel says, oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Go ahead. Judy. Uh, Petter um, said it uh, was responsible for the archaeologist being placed on the island, and this turned into Laird. Yep. But he wanted it done right. Yep. And maybe that's why, you know what I mean? Exactly. If you look at my interview with him, he explains all this about he almost owned a a lot on the island. So if you guys are new viewers, just uh, go to my uh, YouTube channel, and it's all there. I'm trying to get him on with this new stuff that's going on in 2021. He did give me a maybe, so that's really not a no, you know what I mean? Yes. So we're hopeful. I do think his theory was, in my mind, the one of the best. The I dead pirate. I've been leaning, learning and watching so much Masonic and other ciphering these the last two years. Quarantine has been good for my brain. I'm good at it's helping some brains. My brain's getting really jelly. <laughs> Especially when it comes to ciphers, eh? Oh, my God. Just give me the X. Where the heck all this ciphering? Where is it? You know what I mean? <laughs> right on. Who knows? Cindy asked the question, was it lot four where they previously dug the hatch? That was over on David's property, was it not? They thought they, there was a hatch there one right, time. Right, behind his house, right? Yes. Now, yes. lot four is right across from David's house, across the road. That's right, too. Yes. And um, that's why, if I had overlay abilities, guys, I can show you these things overlaid. Here's David's house. Well, here's the map. Here's the road. I just don't have that brainwave. You know what I mean, guys? I'm sorry. Oh, don't say you're sorry, John. You do what you can do. All right, here's the anomaly from the seismic testing. And there's Rick just giving a nod. What? <laughs> of course, they're giving us the green screen for Christmas for next week. They don't have that gray screen on. You got the green for Christmas. Oh, well, that's okay. And this is what they were saying before the episode last night. More secrets revealed. Tonight, the Fellowship is on a mission to prove that a ship lies buried in the swamp. When they deploy a massive new excavator, the swamp gives up even more secrets. And narrows down who might have been behind the Oak Island mystery. All righty. What did it tell us last <laughs> night? Nothing. 
I think right. We ended up with more questions, actually. Did you say tonight? The fellowship is on a mission to ask more questions with no answers in the swamp. We will get more <laughs> dates in the mud. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> Linda says, lot for me, have the X. What? Yeah. Uh, several of the members have said they think that the answer is on lot four. I don't know, guys. I still think there's part of the swamp that is going to give us the answers. Part of the well. part of the swamp might have a tunnel entrance to go into the chambers. Lot four, they think it's a hatch or a valve. Oh my lordy, forty! They got my head spinning. <laughs> and we're in season nine, and it's still spinning. Like I told them, and I told all you guys. I just want to see if they can check off some things, check off a theory. I mean, if we can go through each theory, 10 theories, and say, okay, it just can't be this theory because these dates now for nine years are saying this. Well, this theory is gone. Next theory. Well, because of these dates, it'd have to be in the 1200s, and we're getting all these dates in the 1700s. Well, it can't be this theory. You know what I mean, Judy? Yes. Wouldn't that be nice? I would sure like that too, John. And Daniel, the west side is where the people in Scotland said there's a vault on the west side of the island on the edge. You guys remember that? I think I do, yes. That lady and that guy, when they went to Scotland, then the lady came to the island a couple of seasons ago. She was with Maddie Blake in the golf cart and says, on the west side on the edge, that's where a vault is or an entrance to a tunnel. Yes, I remember that. And Bill, the anomaly is only 50 feet deep. I remember that also, Judy. Okay. I, I Yes, that does come to my mind, too. Michael, I got a preview of next week. It's on my YouTube channel. Michael. I have a preview of next week. I always do. I try to stay up on everybody to do things quickly and be the first to post. You know what I mean, Judy? Yes. And you usually are. And here is the ads with my main man. I got to put my main man, Carmen, on there. Because of the square hole. Okay. Yes. And here's they're finding more wood. On the table, the money pit. And this is before they dug. Showing next to the road where they're going to dig. No, Graham, they won't be no big dig. Providence will never let them do a huge dig. A bunch of 10-foot canisters, yes. And I stuck my head out saying I think they only did one canister this year because of the dates that they were there doing it and when they left. But no way I would say now that they would let a big dig in the money pit, just not cost effective, you know, Judy? Yes, I agree, John. And that uh, big canister is going to go down right in the C1 area, I think. That's what I think, too. 
And there's the stone pathway, which I call a wharf that Terry says it comes out past the road into the bay that the Parkages uh, used in uh, 1500s. Just makes sense if it was a harbor, Judy, and on top of these stones had to be wood. That's how they made the wharfs. They would pile a bunch. Right. They would pile a bunch of wood in a big square, say a ten foot square, and throw all the rocks in there to hold it down. Then build another one. Then on top of that, they would put planking. You know, you would, uh, some kind of wood planking on top. Right. Right. Gotcha. Again, this is where they're digging. There's always water flowing in the spring, you know what I mean? There's always water coming down the middle. Yes, there is. And oh my lordy, 40, when they did the seismic testing, and I'm telling you, I always go back to this, that they did the whole island. And we got the anomaly, and we're still doing scanning. I just scratch my head, Judy. I just scratch my head. Right. What's that been now, four or five years ago? I have no idea. Been a while. So that's why a lot of people ask me, well, what's some lines in the, uh, the swamp? That's all from the seismic little explosions that they made those lines. So you see those lines where there's no water, guys? Yes. That's why you guys see the lines. And to the left is the west side, where they said in uh, uh, Scotland that there's some kind of vault that showed up in a scan, an anomaly on the west side, if you remember. And I'm also searching that. Yeah. I do remember. So if you guys want to research that, it was the lady and the guy they saw in Scotland. And then she came to the island in a, with Mady on a golf cart and said it's on the west side of the island, and when they scanned it or something, there was some kind of an anomaly right there, and I haven't heard a word from it. No, we have not, again. Okay, where am I? <laughs> Looks like you're still there. I see you. Was that 40 screenshots? I don't even know. <laughs> Must have been close. Let me see. Hold on, guys. Got that one. Got that one. We don't have this one. One more to go, guys. Hang in there with me. It's old age. This is the last uh, screenshot section showing the C1 cluster. And how big is this chart? How big are those squares, members? About five feet. Beautiful, Judy. Just like a bingo board. B1. 
C10, H14. You guys got it, how you do the cross-reference? Yes. And I was supposed to get an overlay of what uh, direction they are, north, south, and east, and west, but I uh, haven't got it yet. I think it was like they said a 20-hole program, right? Right? I think it's a 20-hole program. Yes. Yep. Yes, there was 20 holes. Yep. And by the looks of things, they could end up putting down the big canister before they drill all 20 holes. That could be possible. We know they did one, so... And that's the wood they pulled out, not oak, but that older, dated wood, which the older it is, the more it goes to either early depositors. It can't be a searcher that early, you know what I mean? Right, for sure. Or the searchers found old wood on top of the old money pit and use the old wood to do the cribbing. You know what I mean? Yes, that could, that could be too. Michael says, I'd like to see an overlay of where they bored last season. Yeah, that'd be good, Michael. Well, now you're asking for miracles, no. <laughs> you want to be my overlay technician on Quest? Looking for volunteers. Yes, there you go, Michael. You got a job. <laughs> <laughs> we need a high technician graphic. What do they call graphic producer uh, production <laughs> video editor? There you go. That'll there be. You, there you go. Anybody wants to help me out? Let me know. And these pieces keep on coming up because they have gold on them, you know, guys? So they're going to pound us with these pictures. I did show this one, but I didn't show the map, right? Yep, I did show right. this. But the, yes, you did. But the map didn't come up, right? This map didn't come up. Yeah, I think it did, John, but it's okay. Oh, my lordy, 40. Michael says he's doing good to work his phone. I gotcha. Okay, because there's some pictures that are on the same, you know what I mean? Yes. Another good picture of the ads. And there's the gang going to see Carmen. I didn't see this picture before, did I? Uh, no, you didn't show that one before. All right, this is the last bunch. Smoothing timbers, Carmen says. And there's Gary getting a little dirty. I was surprised seeing Gary getting a little dirty last night. 
Yeah, it was funny. And then when he was sliding on the board, yeah. I thought, phew, he's going down, but he didn't. Yeah, everybody was laughing, yeah. <laughs> there's these flat boards they're finding with some kind of grooves in them that Rick's washing in the in the bay there. There's them lines, but who the heck knows what they're looking at. I'm anxious for them to get a date on those boards. And there's Alex just wondering what the heck is going on. Then that piece of metal from the cannon or from the uh, bell. Now try to get a close-up of what they're looking at. It must be those two grooves that they're looking at. About a foot apart, Judy. I wasn't sure what grooves they were talking about, you know. I think that's that was it, John. Unbelievable. All right, let me give you a little bit of a preview for next week. And don't forget, Saturday night, the Quest Christmas Party. And don't forget, Judy, you there? Nope, I lost Judy. But um, don't forget, this Quest Christmas Party, this Saturday night, get you guys on here if you want. We'll have a great time. Trivia night, win a free Quest of Oak Island mug, new one, and the second place will get the older one. Um. Hello, Judy. Hi there. Sorry, I don't know what happened. I hear you. No problem. I, I knew something was going to happen. <laughs> so, I'm back. Right. We're ready to end it up pretty shortly, and um, I just want to remind people we'll be on Saturday night. I want people to call in. I want people to be on video for the trivia night Saturday night. See how that goes. Around 7.30, 8 o'clock Saturday night. Um, don't forget to please subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's free. If you got a Google account, you just hit the subscribe button. I also have a paid channel on there. It starts at $2.99 a month and it works its way up uh, different levels. And um, it helps out a, a, a more than you can imagine, guys. And I thank you so much for people that rejoin. But so many people rejoin, don't join. Um, we need a steady amount of people that could join and stay that would help out tremendously, Judy. Yes, it sure would, John. Every little bit helps and every person helps. Yep. Let me just give you a heads up of what's going on. I think this is my next week's promo. Hold on, guys. Let me see what I'm doing here. Yep, next week's promo. They're pointing to a possible shaft. And I don't know if that's shaft six or what's going on, Judy and gang. Right. They they say that um, they were talking about shaft six, so maybe that's it. Yep, so that's what they showed in the preview preview for next Tuesday. We'll be on pre-show. I'll be on. And, of course, Judy will be on with me next Wednesday. And then we got Christmas vacation. 
for that weekend. So this Saturday night's our Christmas party because I won't be with you guys next, you know, Saturday, Sunday, and all the rest of it. Be back on the Tuesday. You know what I mean, Judy? Yes. Sounds good. They said another X on the ground, guys. How many times we hear this? <laughs> but we're in green, so that makes it different. There they are looking in the swamp. There's nowhere they won't look. No kidding, you own the whole island. As long as you got permission, dig the whole thing up. You know what I mean, Judy? Right on, John. And here they're trying to finish up. And that's what I was looking at. That hole's awful reached out there, so who knows, you know what I mean? Yes. This is <laughs> this is for next week's preview. These things look like fence posts, how they curved and chopped at the end. Obviously, they had to have a fence around the swamp because they had cows and oxen that was farmed. So these stakes, whatever they date to, look like fence posts to me, Judy. Yeah, and that could very well be, John. And see if they date to the same survey spikes they found on the pathway to design the pathway or roadway, you know what I mean? Right. And Kathy's got to put that hook on there. I hear you, Kathy. I hear you. I see you. <laughs> but, you know, around the swamp, if you have animals, you have to fence it off. You know what I mean? Right. But, and uh, I'm sure Samuel Ball had some animals on there. Right. Or if they tell me this thing is a row or a flip right off. <laughs> this is not part of a ship. Or a big lead pencil for the giants that lived on Oak Island. I didn't tell you about that <laughs> one yet, right guys? No, hey, we, we need to hear that one. surprisingly how those cuts at the end of the wood almost look like they did it yesterday. You know what I mean? Yes, it does. Clear white wood, how it's pointed. But that's just me. We discuss it all. Hello, YouTube user. Good evening. Hi, Judy. Hello, John. Hello there. Then they're washing off this other pointed piece here. This is next week's preview. It's on my YouTube. And there Rick is saying again, huh? What? A who? And that's the last picture I got. That's it, guys, for me. All right, Judy, if you want yeah, to... Yeah. What? Okay, I was going to say you ended with a good picture. Yep. Well, Judy, if you want to say uh, your goodbyes, uh, we'll get out of here and get ready for our big party uh, Saturday night with trivia. Uh, the most points wins a cup, new cup. Second place wins an older cup. I might need help with international shipping. Because shipping is going 
out of this world like everything else is costing a fortune and we just don't make enough on youtube yet to support everything i try to do as far as equipment as far as uh ads that i have to uh not ads but editing things i use to make the uh programs work they're all like 90 dollars a year and uh don't forget to join my discord channel if you're a paid member on the youtube channel we have fun on there but everything costs $49.99, $79.99. And um, that's why the YouTube channel I made for helping out when things go wrong. So that's why that thing is there, Judy. Right on, John. And, and everything costs money today. doesn't matter what it is. And it's all going up. Yep. So uh, go ahead, Judy. Let's uh, lock it up and let's get out of here. Okay. Hey, everybody, it's been fun tonight, and uh, I'm looking forward to Saturday night, and hope you'll join us, and uh, we will see you next week. And in the meantime, be safe, please. You too, John. Okay, Good night. Thank you for your time and help. Thank you always. You're welcome. Good night, all. Good night, Judy. All right, guys, get your wine. Get your wine. Get your crackers. Get your beer, get your coffee, get your mugs ready for Saturday night. We're our Christmas party. Get your brain working, get them points, and get it going. But members, remember, always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. To reach your goal or goals, just do it. It keeps you going. But never give up. I never give up on anything. I go a thousand percent on everything I do. Just do it if you can. You keep kind. You keep smiling. You believe in your dreams. You guys, stay strong. Stay safe. Stay positive. That's what our group's about. I thank you members for joining me tonight. We'll see you Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks for coming. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye.